team with what happened yesterday episode five coming to you live from hong kong where i'm about to embark on my three-peat with the phase global conference here in what is an unbelievable uh, conference that if you ever get a chance to come to hong kong you have to come to the phase global conference which is not only uh, mind changing but also the connections through international schools, through the influence of educators that uh, live abroad and educate um, children all over the world to pull into one place and learn from them is something that is just unbelievable. I'm so excited. Here we go. So my knowledge of this conference started back in 2016 where I saw a picture on Twitter of all these educators standing on the top of this building in Hong Kong, all wearing the same blue and red shirts, getting an unbelievable uh, bird's eye picture um, that has been a tradition every single year. And what I really took from that is it, was intriguing. It was it was Hong Kong. It was at the back of an island in Taitam and you could see the water and and sort of the tropical trees are around and you know that mystique, that mystery of where we are and that there's something there that is going to draw me towards it. Just had it on my bucket list of places to come. Let alone the phone call that I got early in 2017 from Justin Hardman, who's one of the creators of um, 21st Century Learning and this conference. And the phone call came in and introduced himself and asked if I'd be interested to come over and present. And I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away because I knew that I'd done a little bit of work in in the USA and to then be able to be trusted with running a workshop and a series of workshops within the conference um, for for what is now now known as Phase, Phase Global was something that was a real highlight of my career. Um, and I look back in that first year and I, I ran a technology workshop um, and I had my good mate Aaron Gardner Skype in and do a bit on my docio there. And, and we had as much great conversation with everyone in that room and Oh, Andy Booth was in the room too. G'day, Andy. I remember that. Andy was the uh, the Englishman from Australia who wore thongs for the entire conference. And I did lose Andy in Hong Kong. Uh, that rumour is completely true. 
and where he was meant to stand on one corner, he ended up three blocks down. Now, in the ratio of uh, population per um, square meterage over here, there was probably two million people between Andy and I once he got away. Um, so let's get back to that that conference to run a full technology workshop and as Whatever I delivered was awesome because I'm still getting conversations with building the knowledge for everyone around that. But at the same time, I learn a lot. That's where I learn about good notes. Now, good notes I use all the time in my own PE to draw, um, to write my lesson scripts, to draw maps for kids so they can understand. So that that was my first interaction with international teachers in Asia. Um, and then to run a number of sessions and I remember bringing over cricket um, in that year and running a cricket session as well um, and then I was just taken by the keynoters. Adam Laveau was a keynoter, Mal Hamada was a keynoter, Doug Gleddy was a keynoter and Shane Pill, he was a keynoter there as well and it was just wow factor on the screen seeing that over and over and over um, and I came away from it just so buzzed that all of a sudden, um, my reach had gone through to to the Asia uh, market and, and looking at um, influencing people up and down. And taking away from that, I was then doing some work and mentoring some teachers in Japan, in China, in Korea, uh, in Singapore, in Vietnam, in Thailand, and um, and those countries really then looking at how the teachers can become the best versions of themselves. Um, when they're very remote from everyone else. And and that really started me on the next phase of my, of my journey, really looking at how we can make impact um, in the same time zones and getting conversations happening with kids. So um, conference two. So I came back in 2018. And, uh, you know, that year Shane Pill had a keynote again. Mel Hamada had a keynote again. So it was great standing up with those two. Um, Joe Bailey came out that time and had an amazing keynote. And Doug Gleddy did the back-to-back -back, um, with Mel and, and Shane Pill. And then a young, snappy uh, PE teacher from Leopold by the name of uh, <laughs> me. I had a keynote here as well last year and, and teaching dance on the stage but even being able to show the journey of, of – the why movement is so important to us, not only physically but mentally as well, to be able to take ourselves from um, mental illness to a point where we are able to be happy in life. And and that backed up with a number of sessions and, again, a technology workshop um, has led to my three-peat and coming back this year, 2019, we're on the eve. And I'm going to podcast throughout. I'm going to grab snippets throughout this conference as well and try to put in a conference podcast early next week so you guys can hear what happened as we speak to people. But this is my pre-conference um, sort of uh, – announcement, motivational speech, pump up, cue the music. We're going to have Rocky on board. Um, but really looking at how tomorrow teachers can take what they know in technology and really gain back valuable time that they can give themselves or their families. And so we're going to be looking at live Google Sheets. We're going to be actually playing some games with that. We're actually going to have our very first phase global PE chat. So that's happening at 10 a.m. 
um, Hong Kong time, which I know a lot of people around the world were going, well, what's that in my time? What's that in my time? Sarah Gitchy Hartman, she is the world leader in the 24-hour clock time zone, thinny mini bob. She could just nail them off what time zone you were in and she could get that sorted. So we're going to have that PE chat and that's going to happen um, tomorrow which is Thursday night US time, which is probably, let me say, middle of the afternoon New Zealand time. Um, in England, I think that you guys probably will be getting up, having your cup of tea and your burnt toast um, to be on this PE chat. And home of the Aussies, uh, we've set this up for you guys to be around there at one one thirty. so you're into your lunch times for class. But we're going to be looking at um, the international system but also the individual as a teacher and the influence you can have on children throughout that. And that's our theme across that technology is, is not so much going, well, what's the latest and greatest app? It's going to be, okay, what is a purposeful thing that you can really dig deep into? You can sink your teeth into and use this. And we know that Google is a magnificent tool, but it's not available in every single country. So what we're going to look at is showing things in Google, but then being able to transfer them to different cloud platforms, but even just use them in isolation without having the need for a cloud platform. Because, you know, when the... Um, when the, these programs are blocked in, in different countries, the, um, the VPN on them are blocked, um, I think that's right, that uh, it shouldn't be a limitator to say, well, I can't do anything now because Google's blocked. It's let's MacGyver this and find a different way to get around. There are no problems that exist in the world, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. There are no problems there are only solutions. And MacGyver tells us that. He'll be, he'll be tied up um, to an anchor thrown overboard on a boat and all he'll have is a shoelace and he'll be able to cut through the rope with his shoelace somehow underwater while a shark's eating both his legs um, and he's able to then take his second shoelace and cut through the teeth of the shark to escape and then be able to rescue the uh, the partner of, of his and arrest the um, the bad guys at the same time. Sorry, I went off on a weird ramble there. I didn't even know where I was. I was in MacGyver land. Um, but looking at how we can actually MacGyver different things and make them really impactful in our own journeys because that's the key to everything. The key to everything is finding a solution of how you can actually achieve what you want to do. Because you can do whatever you want to. So that's going to be my technology workshop tomorrow. Then I'm so excited. I kicked the conference off after the keynote by Ash Casey. Can you believe the Andy Hare is going to meet the Ash Casey for the very first time? Now, this guy is the English god of knowledge and He's able to put out there different ideas and then accept the positives and the criticism from them to formulate an even better idea. And he reminds me so much of, of Shane Pill um, that is just able to accept all the feedback and then go above again and bring out you know, some, some theory on a different level. And that's our big thing, listening to the theory and the research from our academics and then fiddling with that in our own classes to apply that research to see how we actually find it works or not work with the cohort that we have. Um, 
And so I'm looking forward to seeing that um, tomorrow. I think his keynote's called, Is This the End of Physical Education? So I'm a little bit scared because does that mean that, no, I'm just, I'm not even going to worry about that. But my first keynote is Storytelling in Fundamental Motor Skills. Now, it's kind of, it's titled that, but it's more around dream time stories with our Indigenous culture in Australia. I'm using a resource called the Yalunga Resource written by Sport Australia in collaboration with a number of tribes, Indigenous tribes in Australia, and we're bringing some of those traditional Indigenous games in as our first point of call when we teach kids to give them a grassroots knowledge of where the activity has begun in our country rather than it just being this is the game, these are the rules, giving the kids the history. So it's going to be shoes off, attach ourselves to the floor, really get in one with the flow of our body, find our own spirit animals and then really have an amazing time learning those stories. Um, so that's going to be really awesome. My second session tomorrow, to, so to, uh, sorry, for Saturday, blah, 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 is that's our practical day for me. So the second session is I'm going to be looking at the, the process of invasion games and how we can start with just um, a simple, you know, people standing still, you know, and no balls being in the play whatsoever to then finding out, okay, well, if we're going to actually play a game here, we're going to have at least someone on the other side. So, you know, a little game of Tiggy, then it might be a group game of Tiggy. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but I've brought over 20 Australian rules footballs that we're going to have a bit of a kick around with um, towards the end. Um, I forgot to mention that that morning, Mel Hamada, and I hope Mel's coming over um, not injured, but our job for ourselves mentally is to try and tick off a major goal. We are going to be running from the hotel here at North Point over the top of the Hong Kong mountains to the high school on Saturday morning before the conference starts. Now, this elevation in the first 5K will go up around about 600 metres, so it is steep. I ran today and did a a climb of about 2,000 concrete steps, and that went up 500. So this run on Saturday morning is even steeper and shorter. Um, So Mel is an amazing racehorse, so I'm going to be following her. Um, In fact, she'll probably leave me behind, so I'll have to get my Google Maps out, find where I have to go. Sunday is my theory day, so we're going to be going to get techie with it. No, 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 no. And we're going to be looking at um, different concepts that I present tomorrow in my tech workshop, but in a much more... Um, condensed form because we've got an hour of, of content to get through and probably five hours of, uh, sorry, strike that, reverse that, five hours of content to get through in only an hour. Um, so I'm going to make your brains explode so the rest of the day you're just walking zombies um, around the conference. No, just kidding. So my last session of this conference is something that I'm really passionate about in the last couple of years, and it's really to define assessment and getting you understanding um, how assessment can be done so easy using a platform called iDocio or your own similar platform, but essentially having it rubrics-based, and that's no brand new knowledge, but showing you how you can have it um, rubrics-based so it's a clear, transferable knowledge between you, the student, the parents, and um, the rest of your school community. So our kids do not suffer 
from not knowing how to achieve the goal. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hong Kong 3 Pete. We are here. We are sitting in the hotel room. It is, when I say we, it's only me. Um, it is 4.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday. It feels like 7.30 because back at home it really is 7.30. I'm Andy Hare. This is what happened yesterday, but I'm talking about what's happening tomorrow in this episode. Love you guys. Keep listening all the time, and we'll check in with you over the weekend. See ya. The What Happened Yesterday podcast is proudly brought to you by Danceplay, the world leader in developing physical literacy through dance. Our pre-choreographed dance and fitness programs help teachers and fitness instructors get kids active, build social connections, and boost mental health through our three rules of play. Be positive, be fun, and be yourself.